You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> hmm. Well, hmm. Musings. Any thoughts? Ponderings. Any feelings? Wonderings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we are back with this new segment called The Multiverse of Fucking Musings, all right? <laughs> but basically where nothing needs to make any sense. Because anything can happen. That's where the fuck we are right now. Maybe this will just be fan fiction, you know? But at this point, we're delirious. Delirious with optimism. <laughs> yes. My brain has broken trying to weed out all the despair. It's so... Terrence Pilastri squared. There you you go. guys think you've heard some takes from Terrace? You think you've heard some musings before? Some motherfucking predictions that never made no sense? You're in for a treat. What have you got on the docket? Like, give him a little taste. Give a little taste about one of your musings will hold. Well, definitely one of them for sure involves a sex tape. Oh, a sex tape? I like that. Mm-hmm. I do. Mine, one of mine, involves secret lovers. You lovers we haven't seen. Well, yeah, not killing good. Eve, but lovers they are in my muse. Well, all right. And they're both ladies. All right. Ah, the content that we crave. Ah, because this is where we are. When we look back on Well Well Villain Now and we take a time travel. You remember that that episode that we dropped at the beginning of series three? Oh, yes. We were so excited. Super excited. And one of the things we went in saying is that Cloud Makeup Contour without shame. Right. 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 Let the beat drop. Like, we were going to go and shoot for the stars and we weren't going to feel bad about it. We weren't going to feel foolish for hoping for things like the smash, hashtag manifest the smash. And we're taking that same energy, y'all, into 2022. As ridiculous as this year is, it's only been a month. Barely a month and this year is already ridiculous. But you know what? Cloud Makeup Contour is back for Candace. For 2022, I don't give a damn. So this is us, and we're gonna just kind of tuck you in. Well, strap you in tuck because you, I, this I is don't know right. If it's a tuck. This is gonna be wild. Yeah, you're so, gonna say what the fuck? Get ready. But to, dream with us. Oh right. No what else do we have, y'all? But our dreams. They can't steal our dreams. They can't steal our dreams. That's me quoting myself uh, from the previous podcast episode they can't steal our dreams and so we're coming in with that renewed delirious nonsensical irrational inspired by sappho optimism as we muse about what can and you know in our estimation should happen in serious work is why the fuck not everything's on the table it's all there that's right it's fair game bitches want to spend months apart it's fair game fair game shit so let's get into this shit Terence, mr palastri you always inspire me with your outrageous takes and so i would like for you to start us off muse if you will what is your first fucking musing about what could be going down in series four. My very, very, very first musing is that we get a call from Elena. And Elena, Elena. is Ooh. calling to check up on Eve. Please. And she's, you know, being a bit cheeky, gush, trying to get Eve to gush on about the American boy toy. To which Eve shuts it all the way down as she's not looking for anything man-related in the boudoir. I like that, I like that. She's already had her penis by proxy. She's done with the proxy. Has she informed Elena of her sapphic lusts? Her lustful ways? 
that Elena was exposed to in the car where she was like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, following my loins. So in your musing, is there like a conversation? Oh, yeah. No, this is a okay. phone conversation that happens. I like and it. And we hear the phone conversation. Oh, we get to hear it. Yes, we get to Do hear. we get to see Kirby how well Baptiste? face do we get to be blessed with that vision the budget if they have the budget let's let's say that that we got the budget she's back in the state still and more than likely she paired up eve with this person to aid her this alpha yeah (laughs) and like i would like to think more of elena but what you've said in this muse has been so wonderful apart from her linking eve with a man i'll take it because he's queer. He's an alpha queer. <laughs> hey! I like that. This is music from the multiverse. I like that. We decide. Alpha queer. I love that. Love alpha that. queer, right? I don't I don't even know if that's a phrase, but I'm into it. Because it's subversive by nature. So please break <laughs> us off with one of your positive musings. Oh, you, you want to know what, uh, what one of my musings is? All right. I'm looking at my ridiculous list. And <laughs> I'm like, which one? Gosh, there is so much absurdity on this list. I honestly don't know which one to bless you with first. Let's just dive right the fuck in. So, in my muse, it has to do with Eve and Carolyn. Since the articles have decided to tell us that months have passed, and in these months, Villanelle has gone off to do a separate thing amongst the theologians in the church, and that Eve and Carolyn link up because of revenge, revenge plots, my muse is that Eve and Carolyn are now lovers, all right? And that's why wow. Carolyn has resumed the search, because Eve put it on her. Perhaps got the strap for Miss Miss Carolyn Martins, and then put it on her with the facts. And she was like, listen, bitch, we cannot abandon the search for the 12 because I'm not ready to. I don't have a job, and I still got to get these murder O's out. I just got this real life O out. Now I need to get this murder O out. Wow. Wow. And Because Carolyn has been so moved in the boudoir, she's ready to follow Eve into the fire recklessly, even though she's been put on a short leash by motherfucker MI6. They're going to do what they want. They're going to be dangerous in love like a Beyonce song. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So to be a PYT, Eve Palastri is going to wrap a milk around around her finger and... Be the one tugging the leash. Yo, you know that uh, Denzel clip? Yes. I'm like, I'm leaving here with something. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. Yo, so Terrence, that is my sentiment when it comes to killing Eve and my musings right now. I'm leaving here with something. That's right. Queer bitch from around the way. I am leaving with something. And while my O... Oh my gosh, remember when the kids used to say OTP? One true pairing of the show is Eva Villanelle. I will take whatever the sapphic winds blow in my direction. And if that is Eve and Carolyn going from like enemies to lovers, I'm good with that. I'm good. It's still spicy. And it leaves. And maybe that's why Villanelle in the nunnery. Anyway, let me not get into my other muse. Let me not get early into my next muse. What are your thoughts? (laughs) Oh, I'm listen. I will take it, especially since it's like I could see them having um, tete-a-tetes where tete-a-tetes. Tets, yeah. With props or just well, just uh, I mean, ex- exchanges, especially with like stop making that face. <laughs> they already have fantastic tetets. Mm. You add that sapphic yearning to it, right? It becomes something else. It's good. It's good. It goes down smooth. I love it. 
Thank you so much. All right, good sir. Are you ready to level up? Level up, <laughs> level up, level up, level up with your next musing from the multiverse. This next music. Hmm, should I even go in order? No, I'm going to skip one to just get to this one because it's so ridiculous. Sean Delaney. Re- Yo. Returns. This is Rollins <laughs> Kenny. He appears in visions to both Villanelle and Eve, encouraging the two to get back with one another. Mind you, he has a Oh my a God, he's like the fairy queer god brother. Your destiny is together, girls. Manifest the smash. But like in a ghostly whisper, manifest the smash. <laughs> I see him in my dreams. <laughs> wow. Did and there's Villanelle... so many things you can do with that because. Did Villanelle meet Kenny? No. <laughs> I was racking my brain. So how does she know it's him? Does he say I am the ghost of Carolyn's dead son? I'm Kenny. thinking that Eve starts talking about the dreams. And then oh. she's like, oh, do you mean the pale one with the small shorts? Oh, like, right, right. And then it's like, oh, you've seen him too? Fantasy. I love she's it. She's like, yes, I was I was praying and, and I couldn't stop seeing his face. And he kept telling me, go to Eve. Go to Eve. Go to Eve. Right. I love it. I love it. Fantastic muse. All right. I'm going out of order with my ridiculous shit as well. My next muse for series four is that Villanelle still has a job because she's fucking the lady in red. Ooh. She getting her boudoir magic tricks on. Same shit she pulled with the, the gals of the gay cannibalism. And she's able to keep the violence at bay, unless, of course, it's in the boudoir and the seductive kind because, well, she knew from that mm. first weird meeting between the two of them where the lady in red was being a bit predatory for her employee, (laughs) that she was like, I can use the sapphic powers to my manipulation and keep myself alive and employed. Let me be the new Rianne. Let me be her, except better, because I'm actually good. Yeah. Right? You know, (laughs) that's a happy ending for Helene. Not so happy for her. (laughs) No. Not so happy for anybody else who may be trying to uh, take down the 12. And in the boudoir, they watch videos of Eve. I know. I I was gonna leave that I was gonna leave that on the table, but I think it was partly inspired by I don't know if you remember that episode of Six Feet Under when Keith was working for that Hollywood mogul that David suspected was into him. And in an earlier episode he had agreed to like let this guy go down on him just to be like, whatever, we gonna do it, but it's never gonna happen again. Turned out he filmed it and was watching it with his lovers because in a fight it came out where one of the lovers was like hey yo i recognize you from the tape whoa he needs it i know it was it was a lot he quit his job i I could imagine you know it was inappropriate violation but there is footage of eve crushing a chest and i just felt like there's reasons uh yeah and oh actually yeah these women have dark inclinations i didn't write it just interpreting it for the multiverse (laughs) of you things (laughs) Mm. I don't know if anyone else will like this one. I am in love mm. with this one. Debtors have come to collect payments from Eve Pilastri. Uh, Debtors? That, yes. And that, seeing as she is someone who is not uh, liquid. <laughs> as as someone who doesn't have uh, access you to lots Nico of You said Nico took her for everything she got. Right. All the, the, oh my the God. house fees. That's the not The hospital misandry. stays. Yeah. The psych treatments. I thought the, they had the free health care over there. Well, the house Was it money, a private institution to help him out? 
the house money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe most of it went to Nico after he said to piss off forever. Who knows? But we just know that there are bills. There are Eve Palastri's names. And <laughs> she does not have the green to uh, wipe her debt clean. So she oh enlists a hacker. A hacker? Okay. To uh, publish a death certificate. <laughs> So wait, she fakes her death. She fakes her death. She kills Eve Palastri. She doesn't feel like she's her anymore anyway. Oh, okay. So she's somebody. She's in, new. she's someone new. Mm-hmm. I see. But um, someone reading the post <laughs> who may not know about this plot, Villanelle, is seeing a dead Eve Palastri, and I that see. makes her so distraught that she dramatic. goes to the nunnery. That she oh goes to my the nunnery. Gold. Oh my gold. Okay, I'll take that. I will. I'm not. I mean, someone has to explain these flights in <laughs> between countries, getting helicoptered out of uh, ruins. Do we have to? When um, Eve was just saved by some tourists? Just fast forward. I'm just saying, in the multiverse of musings, <laughs> it doesn't have to connect. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could travel at the speed of light. You could teleport. Theoretically, because we don't have to explain how one character gets from A to B. We just we just say it. And it's true. Actually, you are correct. You know, also make it so like Star Trek. Or what was that shit the Pharaoh used to say? Wait, you said Pharaoh? Pharaoh. Like in Egypt, Moses and them trying to free the people. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of. So the line that Ramses would say in uh, Ten Commandments. So let it be written. So let so it be done. She, oh, so it right. be done. So let it be written. So let it be done. That is how we are carrying on in these in these musings. Is it my turn again? Oh, is it yes. time for one of mine? All right, all right. So I realized that there was another prong to one of my musings, and it had to do with the Carolyn and Eve lovers and it, the postcards that she eventually gets these postcards. Also Ooh. from Carolyn because she still has them. And it becomes a point of contention. And their new fuckship relationship. Friends on the sides. Lovers in love. (laughs) What are we? What are we? That's what's happening there. But then one of my other musings is also has to do with Eve's sex life since they decided not to give me anything in series three. Is that Eve starts sleeping with one of these new assassins who is similarly inveigled with just the essence of her monster. As you would say. High five. And this is what draws, this is the other part, this is what draws Villanelle from the nunnery. It's jealousy. High five. Jealousy. Because this bitch, and you know what, I'm going to go with the bitch that they said is somehow more fucked up than Villanelle, according to the article writers. High five. She got beef with the 12, and her Eve end up in the same space, and she's like, I see what all the fuss is about. She switches sides. She's like, honestly, fuck the 12, when I could be fucking you you know what that's a line and whatever it doesn't have to be verbatim i'm just saying that this is what's gonna go down because some evil bitches like they, they bitches behaving badly is where killing eve is at its best and so if villanelle wants to not be behaving badly because she's in the nunnery because she is going to mass right. then another woman must fill the slot we've seen the woman we've seen that there are two women cast one is allegedly on some villanelle shit which means that potentially the writers would draw parallels to villanelle's personality to this other woman, just that she's more uh, uncontrollable, which is saying something. And she's also in the sapphic vibes. And who is not going to be feeling Eve Palastri, especially when she's on her murder revenge tour on and... behalf of Kenny. And the fact that she's like, it has to mean something. You know what I'm saying? I, I might have to end up killing more people for it to mean something, but this must all mean something. And of course, since Eve has to choose because Villanelle gets out and... 
Oh, she got to choose? And Eve chooses Villanelle over the new assassin. She goes, you know, you broke my heart and I'm going to break yours. Eve thinks she's about to get shot. She shoots Villanelle in the boob. Is that how she gets shot in the titty? Yes. (gasps) I see how you connected your muse to mine. And that's why this is the multiverse of musings. Anything can happen. That does explain the titty shot in a sufficient way for me. I can't have you know. (laughs) Because that's the trope. Well, this girl is toxic. This new assassin. What was her name? For game. Something like that. That sounds like a wild name. But I think I also got it right. Remember they said in the article, for game. Was that the name? There was Pam. And for Dana's her name and Gunn. oh, the for Dana's the actress's yes. name. Gunn. Oh, Rain. Two oh, Rain. is the assassin name. That's the character she's playing. Yeah, her name is Gun. Yes, sounds gay. Yes, <laughs> see, so it works with my musing. Mm-hmm. I like it. Like the Denzel clip. I'm no, leaving no, here with, yeah, something. with something. I'm leaving here with something. Said gentle. I just love how we basically airdropped each other the same muse <laughs> because. Hers started with Eve. It did. Mine started with Villanelle. It but did. it's about Eve. Because it says, mine says, Villanelle hears about Eve's sex tape with Assassin and <laughs> And breaks out of convent to have some murder cannibalism <laughs> of her own. Oh, but shit. ends up at Eve's feet. Oh. And then Eve oh, must make a choice. I see. Yeah. And so oh. the, uh, the, you know, wow. the, other, the other Villanelle's not happy with Eve's decision. So she. It sounds like Kismet. Our muses did touch. It's like that painting of the two gods coming together, but it's the superior nature of our muse meeting across the multiverse to join hands. And I love that my final muse can happen in all of the multiverses, as I expected to. Oh. And it's just Carolyn at a card game where she's taking men's money on screen. <sighs> That's so simple. And it's not even we could heavily have it. plot related. We could have it. It's not plot related at all. <laughs> but I would still take that shit over another flashback like we got of Dasha. Like So we heard you got uh, demoted over at the uh, agency. Oh, that's like, how she spent her spare time? Mm-hmm. Gambling? So, you know, uh, I have to come up with more creative ways to make the ends meet as it were. I could see them joking like that as to why she keeps taking their money. Like if she needs help paying the bills with their their lost uh, resources because she's winning so badly. And of course, she you know, Carolyn got money stuff. No, there. no. Oh, for listen. sure. She's paid. She she probably didn't even touch her MI6 money. She probably still spent her MI5 money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like from when she saved the world three times ago. Like she's, she's spending that money. All right. I will take a gambling ass fucking Carolyn taking men's money because that would be awesome. All right. What do I have left on my list of ridiculousness? Oh, my God. I was about to say that I got serious or halfway serious for a second, but then I saw my Villanelle is the new Benedetta hot take. I mean, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That's all I want from this. I heard the women's. Except for her, her vivid sex dreams about Eve have sent her to the cloth because Eve rejected her. For Carolyn. I know. It's, hey. You I can... like that it's all connected. No, it is all connected and I like it. She was like, Carolyn's about that life, trying to catch the 12, and you still trying to go to Alaska, girl? No. Because we also know that Eve can be very rude. Like, yes. She's done it. We've seen it. They chest bumped, and then she pivoted and was like, here's my back to you, assassin, because I have, I'm out of fucks to give. So we know Eve could be real rude, real petty. And if she was ever that rude and that petty to Villanelle, I do believe she would drive her to the nunnery because the sex dreams would be too much. And so she's like, if I pray all day, maybe. But naturally it doesn't work, just like it didn't work for Benedetta. And she will have to pay a price. (laughs) Mm, 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 mm. 
what that price will be. The nuns are going to be like, do ladies do that? Oh, my. Are you talking about incurring a cross? Well. We do know that Villanelle incurred many a cross because she told Eve her damn self. Mm -hmm, She's like, mm -hmm. yeah. I masturbate to you a lot. And the affect on the a lot, coupled with Jody's face and how she played it, it created the emphasis that I believe was true. It was excessive. And I'm sure she won't have the issue with, no, no, keep your jacket on. Your clothes are too nice. <laughs> she's not going to have that issue. If she's incurring the cross, is she spending time by herself versus co-signing another young nun? And I, the way we've just said Villanelle's a nun, it is what it is. But I don't know what else to call it when you are wearing one color and you just living at the church. Like, what is that? Like, is she claiming sanctuary? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the hunchback of Notre Dame. Right? Sanctuary from the sex dreams of Eve Pilastre. I feel like that goes against the church, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's the multiverse of madness. You can do whatever you want. But outside of that... Ridiculous musing of Villanelle Benedetta. I had a partially serious muse, which is that Villanelle is hanging out at the church, trying to prove that she's not a monster because ultimately she still wants to be with Eve and not because of her mother's influence. So that's me rejecting the matriarchal pathology to say this is what's motivating her, that last stuff we had in Pinna, and she's just been fucked up ever since. But it has more so to do with her conversations and time with Eve in the final episode and what they talked about about monsters my monster encourages your monster Eve I like it I wanted it too and it's like girl if there was ever a cue to take it to the boudoir thank you but no she wants to be fucking pensive she wants to be meditative about it I guess that's what she calls maturing I don't know what it is maybe it is maturity and I'm the immature bitch looking for the smash but in this muse in which I'm attempting to be mature mature like they're potentially implying Villanelle is putting putting feelings and value above the smash then this is what i'm choosing to believe that she is over there because she feels like she does not deserve eve because she's a monster and i guess eve did not convince her enough in that final speech that's on you suzanne and the fact that you said they both walk away they turn around they turn around and that's what happens and so that's my optimism that if villanelle is in the nunnery it's because she's really trying to be a better person because she wants to roll up on eve one more time and be like so Maybe not Alaska. How about Australia? I don't know. Tristan Dacuna. It doesn't matter. New York. Just another attempt to be like, what if we step away from all this madness, kill people on the side, just for funsies, when they deserve it, and then live our lives? Because we're both unemployed. Let's be honest. We're unemployed. But I still have my accounts, my accounts across the world, because I'm just going to continue to assume Villanelle has sense, common sense, and has set herself up for something. That doesn't just rely on Constantine giving you money. And we just don't know about it because it's not been necessary to tell in the story. So it's my mature muse from the multiverse of madness. The multiverse of musing. I must commend you because. Thanks. uh, Thank you. That's delicious. I'm out of musings, but not really because I can never really be out of musings. (laughs) But they aren't as mature as yours. (laughs) Like, yo, I just, I was mature in that last moment. Let's not give me all that credit. Eve Palastri kills an assassin in training to get a meeting with Helene. Oh. Are there, like, intense sapphic vibes? Because I feel like Helene's always approaching women like this and her red fucking Manolos. I'm wondering if Helene is going to do all of that with Eve. I'm wondering if. Mm. Because the meeting does, like, the meeting happens. Eve wants, I don't want to say she wants. So that's a musing prediction that Eve and a lady in red 
meet face to face. Oh, yes. Agreed. Yes. In this uh, non-serious muse, she has a... Oh, my gosh. She has a temporary Rianne that goes by the name of Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra? <laughs> All right, we name it. Okay. And you hear her footsteps before she even <laughs> enters <laughs> the room. <laughs> okay. And, uh, footsteps of Cassandra. Right. It, it, trust me, they're exactly what you think they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Right. Tony talks. Right. Right. I got it. And so, yeah. So it's like, remember when you told me you needed me to kill someone? Yeah. So I ended up not doing that or whatever. And it's like. <laughs> so she's a she's a <laughs> uh, an intern that acts out, doesn't do what she's told. Right. And then she's like, you know what? I'm oh, just going to take my break. And then, you know, she walks out and then the same steps. The same here. steps. <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely absurd. But I like it. It's funny. It's comedic. Some sort of comedic break. Oh, yeah, it's because everything... To break up the monotony right. of whatever's happening with the lady in red. Definitely juxtapose. Because it's like, hmm, final boss. It's intense. It's serious time. Now and here's then, a joke. Right. Right. Okay. I'm into it. Like, is it too early for me to put in for PTO? You just started yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That wasn't the answer to my question. I actually have a flight that I'm about to catch in two minutes. But... but- <laughs> She's like, oh, these baby assassins. God. And probably because she got so many young ones to train, considering how they've been murked the fuck. Uh, just like taken out left and right. All right. Was this one of my final muses I wrote down? It was another mature musing. And it came from me asking myself a question when we were trying to reinvigorate the vibes, the happy vibes, the villainy vibes, by looking at clips from season one and series two. And so the muse is... Me answering my own question with optimism that Eve and Villanelle will once again confess their love in a parallel to the end of series two with the great Emerald Fennell, in which we all know our hearts were breaking. Inside my heart is breaking. My makeup may be uh, flaking. Right, when Villanelle's, I love you. I do. And Eve is like, you don't know what that is so perhaps somehow through the ridiculousness of whatever happens in series four the connection the connective tissue between the nunnery and what drives Villanelle there from my previous muse she's a monster she wants to be a good enough person to be with Eve that we will revisit that dynamic perhaps in the final episode of you know not necessarily in those words that I love you I do but this time it is not Eve rejecting the notion because now she believes Villanelle and she does believe that Villanelle knows what it is. And perhaps she has shot her damn titty at this time. Mm-hmm. But we get a confession of love. I know. I know. But it's optimism, baby. That's what's happening here. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. Oh, oh. <laughs> Lord Neil, I want to know I love yours. No, but I really do. Laura. And so I don't know that I would ever be over them not smashing. And I surely will have a rant for anyone who asks me about it till the end of my days, if that's how Killing Eve goes out. But if we do get a confession of love, I will not be as salty as I will be if there's no confession of love. Do you understand? understand and that wasn't directed towards you that was somehow directed in the 
ether. Oh, no. Two yeah, fucking yes. writers who've already who've already submitted their scripts. They've already shot the show. They've already handed it in. So, but when I touch you like this, when, when I you whisper like, like that, that, right, 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 Ooh. right. Uh oh. I want them to remember. I want them to recall. It's they, all right. coming back to me now. That's what, that's what I need from them. How Just think back to the first O's. Think back right. to when Villanelle blew a kiss with her gun because she was too caught up. Are you okay? <laughs> Let's talk about when Villanelle took a full gander mm. at a not-dressed Eve. In fact, she did the undressing. Mm-hmm. And she still has no... You have an amazing the word? body, by She the has way. no... End to her story where that's concerned. She did compliment a bitch body. And yet, still so far away. So far away. Remember she did the cheek cup? And Eve was like, get the shit off my fucking cheek. You had a gun. Remember <sighs> the love in the elevator lipstick plant in the open bag? Cutting was- Eve's lip. And then Eve was like, ouch. The kind of ouch I think I like. <laughs> but then the show was like, healed lip. Assholes. You could give me and a we're scar. We're the assholes. We're the assholes. I just wanted a scar. For wanting to see a scar. Remember the Doros? Remember when Eve just sensed Villanelle's energy from behind the door, went up over there, felt up on the door yes. seductively. Yes. Villanelle got so worked up, she had a O, exhaled, and Eve was and like, Eve- oh no, not again, bitch. <laughs> She's behind this door. She just had a O. I heard the exhale. Because Villanelle was like that fucking the movie waiting to exhale. They and broke that door Eve, down. Eve, <laughs> I remember Eve. Eve no! was so upset. No! She said, "Not again." Give me three of those little bottles. Y'all can't see, but <laughs> Terrence was miming, drinking all the booze. And Jess and he go in the back like this is one wild woman. I don't think she has it together, y'all. She seems really upset that we missed Villanelle, and we're bothered too, but not to the point of drink. And it's because it was the O. And the vapors that lingered in the room that Eve was deprived of. And then we got Eve talking to Martin. Are you and Villanelle in a relationship? Define relationship. <laughs> Define it. What do you mean? Now. Now we're not having sex. There is no whap that is being satisfied here, good sir. If that's what you're calling a relationship. And Martin, he just wanted to know how deeply Eve was inveigled and that let him know right there that she wants to be inveigled to the deepest level but it hasn't actually happened because she answered that like the way she answered that (laughs) no no not yet damn you because literally after he asked that question they get as close to having sex as they've ever been through the bug Mm. you gonna listen all Mm. night and that and, and Villanelle was on that shit because of try the bread Villanelle would not have been whispering her sweet sordid nothings into Eve's ear while she was on the job if Eve did not pass the bread and lose her breath for a second when Villanelle did that hand move. Mm-hmm. Let a bitch know. So much so that Villanelle blew up the whole case the next day. I mean, we think it's because, like, the show is like, oh, the 12 and she's about to be exposed. But I feel like she was just ready to run away with Eve. Like, she was just ready to be done with it. <laughs> she was like, let's just get this over with, with Peel. Right. So Ro- Rome's done. Right. Rome's canceled. It's over. It's over. over. <laughs> but Alaska is right here. Right. Eve, it's really right here. So I just, you know, if we get a confession of love, that would be nice. How often do you stand thinking about her? Wait, wait, wait. Did he say how much in a day do you think about her? She's like, most of <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. All the time. All the time. <laughs> she literally said to fucking Villanelle, when I think about my future, all I see is your fucking face. And Villanelle was like, that's cute because I have an excellent fucking face. It's true. But then what happened, Villanelle? Apparently, you took the high road of some strange morality that Killing Eve has decided to give you that says, no, Eve. 
I can't smash until I'm a better person. <laughs> I cannot go downtown because I must go uptown to the church well, and get myself right. Well, okay. Eve, I cannot engage in sapphic goings on because Mary calls to me. She was. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. Every time I just think about it, yo, that premiere is going to be something else. Are you right? I know those of y'all who were with us during series three might be back for series four because we will be doing it. And we are warning you now that we are not responsible <laughs> for what comes out of our mouths when whatever content appears, appears. Okay. I'm sure our content will be explicit. I'm sure many cuss words will be dropped i'm sure there might be some rolling on the floor and that may not be inspired rolling like oh my gosh it was so great it might be we're in agony right like rolling, my chest right but we're gonna be there with y'all together together until the end what a bittersweet thing to think about the end of killing you i'm angry why are you angry <laughs> because i just read someone instead of giving them villanelle and eve they took eve and they took Vil and they made them evil. Uh, I'm angry. Wait, for like a ship, a ship yes. name? Evil? Oh. I'm angry. But the show won't even let them be evil. We're right. trying to reform them. Oh, it seems. apparently. Yeah. It seems. Because women seems. must not remain improper for long. Yeah, apparently. When she could just live and die a villain. You know what I'm saying? As long as she goes out fantastically, which is why. D&D &D fucked up Cersei. Cersei remains one of the best TV villains ever in the history of villainy. She was incredible. And they said, girl, you're dying for some rocks. <laughs> From some rocks! <laughs> Where she deserved to be burned by Danny's dragon. Anyway, let me not go off on that tangent. I don't know how you guys feel about it. But Cersei's one of my favorite villains ever. And I'm a bitch that love Kalisto. I love a good evil bitch oh, yeah. that keeps coming around with that shit. And I just feel like Cersei deserved better in the finale. Like she deserved a death befitting her villainy. And Masande deserved revenge. Oh no, yes. She did. She did. She called for it right before. She's the Danny's execution. main bitch. Right. Danny's main bitch. The last one. Anyway. She said, Dracat. 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 Like you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, I found it. All right, let's see. <clears throat> what were you looking for? Oh, no, I wanted to, because I remember she said most of it, and I was trying to think of the leading question. And he said, how much of the day do you spend thinking about her? She said, most of it. <sighs> Are you two in a relationship? Define relationship. relationship. Are you having sex? No. And it's like, how are things at home? That's not, how, that's not <laughs> the only way we define a relationship, Martin. How are things at home? My husband left me. <laughs> are you behaving differently? Doing things that you normally wouldn't. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Do you feel unsafe? Yes. <laughs> How else do you feel right now? Why? <laughs> right. The fuck? Awake. Wide awake. Wide awake. <laughs> they should have gave Sandra the Emmy for that fucking monologue with Martin. Gosh, walking down memory lane with two of our favorite killer ladies. That are sapphically inclined, known as even Villanelle. I must lay at your feet. And the feet of the Well Well Villanelle listeners, what is perhaps my final, my final muse of optimism for this multiverse of musings. Oh? Yeah, it's optimism. Uh, you see, I've been trending that way towards the end, like I was in delirium, which 
frankly, is an excellent coping mechanism. I've learned in this panini, whether or not it's good, it's what's happening. And so, yes, this muse is really sort of like the content of like what my final take will be, I think, for today, which is that we know what we've seen. We know what has been written and what has been portrayed upon thine screen. That is the chemistry between Evan Villanelle and the magnetism between the two characters where they've literally not been able to stay apart from each other throughout the course of the whole show. Even though Suzanne conspired to keep them away from each other, they came back like magnets, literally like magnets via a sapphic fist fight, which can we call it a fight when we look at what Eve was doing? But she tried. And it resulted in that mm, kiss that sent Villanelle and her fucking suit off the fucking it bus did. in shock and also awe. And so I say all that to say is we know what we've seen since season one. These women are in to each other and dare I say love, love each other. So ultimately what I'm saying is perhaps we're being fucking gaslit. Perhaps we're being bamboozled. Perhaps we've only seen things in such limited proportion because they actually spend the majority of the season together and they're doing a bait and switch. Perhaps they can't show us more of a teaser for a trailer yet until we get that first episode down. Because after the first episode, it'll be clear that they spend a bunch of time together for the rest of the show. Hey, it's about reaching for the stars. And that's that's ultimately what I want, is that even if we have to start with some separation of months or whatever the fuck, Villanelle's over here doing this or whatever, that they ultimately are back in each other's sphere colliding by the end of episode one and then the rest of the season is telegraphed with like the fuck shit of Villanelle Eve and Carolyn being the reluctant babysitter once again which if you might recall (laughs) was one of my unhinged muses from a year ago so that's where I'm at with this positive muse from the multiverse is that they playing games because Killing Eve official like the accounts the people they play games remember that marketing thing they did in the uk that they did not do in america where it was so fucking queer in the uk and none of that went to these united states and so that's what i'm gonna go with until they prove me wrong and then you guys will hear the yelling and perhaps there'll be more delusion i can't be sure but i think i think that's what i'm gonna go with for now that they they're fucking with us and that they want everyone to believe one thing or rather, they can't show us enough of what's happening in, in series four until perhaps the first episode is done. And that when we do get an extended clip, it will be mostly scenes from episode one. And then after that, we get some indications of what's going to happen in episodes two, three, and four. But ideally, hopefully, realistically, even Villanelle will be in each other's orbit the entire time. Because how do you have Villanelle fucking around in the church for more than one episode? I just don't see it. I see it being potentially used as a device like Maria. I've decided that was her name. It could be wrong. Maria. I feel like I saying that, though. I feel like I did that when we were first talking about her. So I'm going to say it's going to be like the Maria excursion that she's in a church. They give her some lines to explain why she's here. And then something happens in that first episode that pulls her from that reality back into Eve's orbit. And that's ultimately the muse. That's the heart of the muse. You had me at sapphic fist fight. Because <laughs> you're easy. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. But I do feel better. After going into this multiverse, I feel so much better about my outlook and my anticipation for what's to come once episode one yeah. finally airs. That's fantastic. I'm happy to hear it. I hope some of you listening who may have also been down in the dumps with your predictions or 
excitement for Series 4. Hopefully you too, like Terrence, have been reinvigorated, rejuvenated, renewed in your hope for Killing Eve and the Smash. Let's never forget the Smash, y'all. Because that's always there. That's always something I'm like, hey, come on! That was aggressive, but that's how I feel about no, it. Um, right, as it should feel at this point. But I'll take this happy shit too. I don't want to deviate into that other property I started watching recently that said, Candace, I'm going to give you lust and romance with the queers at the same time. And I said, oh, they doing that somewhere? <laughs> okay, that's shade. I was ending this optimistically. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed your tour of the multiverse of music. If you have a multiverse muse of your own, feel free to write in and let us hear your thoughts. That was the first. Will it be the last? We don't know. Only Sally knows. Right, only (laughs) Sally knows. Whatever quotes she will give in the future to send us into complete disarray are yet to be revealed. There are still several weeks to go, and y'all know how it is that once the show gets in the full swing, more articles get written and it starts getting uh-huh. real hectic uh-huh. real hectic to try to predict and deal with what people are saying about killing eve so i guess we're saying that we ultimately will be in this multiverse of madness where killing eve is concerned for the rest of the quarter all of spring because what by the time the show ends like that's when spring will be over right actually yeah <laughs> well all right i'm feeling good you're feeling good yeah i'm feeling optimistic I think it's time to check in on what some of the listeners are feeling. Oh, in, okay. Uh, Gayo Correo! So, let's get into it. What do we have first, Mr. Pilastri? So, our first uh, mail comes from Sarah. Hey, and the Sarah. subject is Kiwi Listener here. It reads, I'm so happy you guys are back. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, but as a New Zealand listener, I feel very left out of Terrence's country list at the <gasps> end of the latest episode. Oh, my God, Terrence. And I'm trying to figure out how I, I could have missed it in the metrics. How dare you? How could Especially you? Especially as I only discovered your podcast a few months ago and have since listened to every single episode. Spotify tells me that's a total of 6,963 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah. 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 I was hoping you'd have New Zealand all over your stats because of that but guess that's not how it works oh so i will i will take another gander at those yes tara take a gander maybe you missed the new zealand spike thank you for listening though sarah anyway just want to thank you for the awesome podcast i decided to time listening to it alongside my millionth okay maybe eighth killing eve rewatch and it was really fun watching each episode and then hearing your thoughts and feelings afterwards hmm. that's actually how i would you know prefer anyone listen to the <laughs> podcast honestly <laughs> loved it when you'd freak out over teasers and trailers for upcoming episodes oh. especially listening to it from the future and knowing the <laughs> outcome Oh, I am so sure. All those fucking pilastri theories. Uh, I mean, we had nothing but uh, idle time and six whole days to wait six for the next episode. Whole days, and we will soon be back in that hell, that excruciating, wonderful hell that is killing you. Can't wait for season four and for all your upcoming episodes. Yay! Hashtag villainy Vin game for twenty twenty two or else. Ooh, <laughs> That's I read right. that or else with that I love New York gift where she holding a knife. Is she smiling? Mm-hmm. Because she could get real at any second. Don't tempt a bitch. But yes. Love you guys, Sarah. And thank you very much, Sarah, for yes, Sarah, Thank you email. for writing in and for listening to the show. And Terrence will fix that. 
on the next country rundown, won't you, good sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I dropped into a baritone because I was trying to be serious, trying to be really serious. Okay, so who is... Do we have a second message? Let me see. Uh, Yeah. Okay, this message is uh, from Megan. Hey, Megan. And Megan writes, Dear Candace and Terrence, I whooped when your most recent Wawa Villanelle episodes dropped. Yours is the definitive Killing Eve podcast. Funny, queer, misandrist, and frankly, the only one that goes as deep as we need to dive with this show. Oh, thank you. Megan. Thank you very much, Megan. They continue. I started watching Killing Eve during summer 2020. Oh, a late adopter. She just started watching 2020. <laughs> Imagine. Welcome aboard. Can we even remember what life was like before Killing Eve? It's hard. Uh, yeah, it's very can't, hard. Can't picture it. And have been all consumed since. Without friends, family who are as committed to Killing Eve, you two have been an outlet for all of my thoughts and feelings and hugely validating of this obsession. You bring such love and respect for the story, characters, and actors crew to your reviews, and I can't help but agree with all of your takes. Thank you for all that you do. There's so much to say, and I'm glad you two checked in after all the photos and teasers that have leaked over the past few months because it's been a wild ride. While agonizing, I'd be lying, though, if I said I don't live for the distress that, <laughs> that is to exist in the Killing Eve fandom right now. And isn't distress a word? Woo! It is a word. It is a vibe. It is a reality. Okay, so she adds a few thoughts. First, the photos of what appears to be Villanelle kidnapping Carolyn in the blue convertible are very intriguing, and I can't wait to see how that situation plays out. Two, for my mental health, I am telling myself that the, quote, shooting on the boat is not the final episode. <laughs> Please let it not be the final episode. My God, if the tourists were all up in the final episode like that with 511 pictures, <sighs> I just feel like someone should get fired. From oh, said gentle. And it saddens me. Yes, it does sadden me to say that, but also for what I guess. Those articles are spam, as is the article claiming Villanelle turns to religion. Jody has confirmed in her wealth of recent interviews that they are filming out of order this series, which is encouraging. Nonetheless, some musings on what might be taking place. A. The photos are misleading and there is, in fact, no fatal shooting. B. There is a violent encounter with the Twelve, but Villeneuve spring into action and handle it together. Or one says the other. I know. C. Regardless, it looks like there is an embrace on the boat that, in my mind, signals that the intimacy we saw developing in the bus slash ballroom slash bridge scenes continues and, parentheses by all means, deepens in season four. Please! And she has D. Lastly, what if those wacky photos of Eve on a mobility scooter are the aftermath of this fight and she and Villanelle take off somewhere sunny to recoup? <laughs> Megan, don't do this. I was already on my bullshit muses of the multiverse and you want to send me back there? Okay. Uh, where was I? Where was I? To recoup explaining why they look so haggard. Who knows? At this point, I'll get on board with almost anything so long as it involves Villeneuve together and banging. <laughs> me too. Now that me is too. a winning combination. Me too. Candace, your villain origin story rant from the Truth Podcast <laughs> resonated deeply. The Villeneuve smash honestly smashes. Yes, plural. See, Megan knows what the fuck they're talking about. Is the absolute priority. I agree. And oh, I just love there's so many bullet points. That's how you know Megan is is a is a real one when it comes to a Killing Eve fan because she said bullet points. And I appreciate. And it. here's my A. Here's my B. And here's the next bullet point. I appreciate this shit, Megan. Okay, second bullet is unrelated to season four. In a recent rewatch, a friend and I noticed that Unloves Sigh plays in the background of Villanelle's season two pasta eating scene. Indeed. This song is Villanelle's song. The eerie, seductive, quote, there's something about the way you are. 
end quote, that plays when they're together in person or in spirit. I'll have to rewatch to confirm, but I think this is the only non-villainy scene in which it plays. As women who love food, our musing is that the choice of song in this scene suggests a sensual experience of eating that dope pasta was borderline sexual for Villanelle, making her think of Eve. Great pasta can do that, you know? Cheeky Emerald. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, I too would have to rewatch to confirm but i feel like that's accurate right i feel like that's something that we potentially noted that that song was there but it was out of place for where we normally hear those songs or hear right. that song in particular for um even villanelle right just because eve was blowing up villanelle's phone in that moment leaving a billion messages with voicemails what do you think about what was said about it being erotic uh i'm sure the food was erotic. good sorry it's just that song right. came into my head and i had to let it out Anyway, um, I'm sure it was Romance. good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sure the food was good. I don't know if it was. Maybe. You know what? This was her first time having the dish. She was very turned off by his approach. But then they, you know, started to find a kinship in collecting things and wanting to acquire things. Was the food sexual? It could have been. Well, I don't think they're suggesting that the food is inherently sexual. I think that eating can be, you know what? And that's not say sexual, let's say sensual. Definitely. Which is why I said erotic yeah. before. So that if eating something and, you know, I've seen you do a jig. You've seen me in my happy dances. I'm someone that loves to express myself when I'm eating something delicious. And so I think this is an extension of that for people who can find, like ambrosia, some degree of arousal because what you're eating is so good. And then we have the thing of it's fucking peel. Pool? Peel? I won't even whatever. touch you. Asshole. Yeah, it's peel. And he can afford to buy these ridiculous things that are these delicacies. And that's what he said to Villanelle. Like, oh, can't nobody get this pasta? Mm -hmm. And we were convinced something died that only is around to kill. <laughs> like, <laughs> Three months of the year, and Villanelle was eating that shit, and so it was delicious. Thusly, sensual and erotic, which would automatically connect to Eve, because naturally Villanelle wasn't picturing any of that for Peel. She and said, she was only doing that for Eve. I'm not sleeping with you. And this is after she cock-blocked herself, or WAP-blocked herself. And she blocked herself from Eve's WAP with the gay cannibalism. Yeah. So I like, I like this theory, Megan. I agree, because eating food can be sensual, and it is for people, depending on what they eat. In. And so Villanelle, who is such an indulgent personality, which is why she was rocking with some appeal shit, because he was highly indulgent in the sense that he liked to watch other people indulge in these rare things, rare fashions, rare food, whatever. I'm into it. Okay, the next bullet point is, I fully support your, quote, Villanelle is a bottom thesis. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Excellent. My take specifically, I think she's a bit of a switch and can bring both to the boudoir. But we all know what she wants when it comes to Eve. Yes, Megan. For Eve's part, I hope she surprises herself this season with the top energy she is able to bring. As an aside, sometimes I think that Eve's suppressed queerness slash queer awakening doesn't get enough discussion. Okay, that came out like a growl. But that's because I agree. I feel like people aren't equipped to handle this discussion. But and does it matter if people to... aren't equipped I mean, for the discussion needs to, to happen. happen? No, because you're right. Because the discussion needs to happen in context on the show. Yes. And it needs to happen in the media, which has also largely ignored Eve's queerness up until motherfucking Carrie Washington was like, Sandra oh, what is what is it like to be a queer icon? And I said, oh my God, somebody's finally said it. Someone has finally said it. Without Eve in close proximity to... Kenny or Carolyn, I, I don't know if we're going to get the girlfriend and get the girl 
narratives. I don't I don't know if anyone else is Well, I'm not sure exactly what Megan's getting at, but I just I personally would have appreciated a little more time spent to Eve's queer awakening, gay panic, whatever the fuck Agreed. you want to call it. I would have enjoyed more time paid to Eve, period, in series three. Oh, and yes. spending some of that time on her queer awakening, especially because Nico was out the fucking picture, would have been. Do you know what I felt when you shot me and I, as I walked away? <laughs> I felt the no before I passed out. <laughs> no! Oh my God, is that Eve at Alcoholics Anonymous? I'm fucked up because I had an O as I was dying. Oh, Terrence, this might be one of your most palastry muses, but I'm not mad at it. Let me just, I, I heard you correctly, right? You're yes. suggesting that Eve had an O while she was. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need for some of y'all to write in and let me know what you think about what Terrence just fucking said. Wow. 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 Okay. I'm not even done with this fantastic message. Where was I? Yes, that the suppressed queerness, queer awakening doesn't get enough discussion. Hopefully more to come in season four. But as someone who came out to myself after a long process while watching Killing Eve, I relate hard to Eve and the self-denial that she is dealing with through much of the show. Do you two have thoughts on Eve as a repressed queer lady coming into her own? Or am I totally... (laughs) Why did I I read that shit like Ann Lister? (laughs) It's because the the jaltiness is coming out. (laughs) Coming into her own, or am I totally reading my own experience onto her? There's a lot more to say here, and I probably should have written an email just about this. And you can! You still can, right. You can follow it up. We'll read it. Wait, so there's more bullet points, but I want to I wanna I be- talk about I Eve for I believe second. that Eve is the... I believe Eve is the point where people can throw the goggles on. So you can use your female goggles, female gaze goggles, see the world through Eve, understand why she's pissed at Nico, understand that she needs to change. You can put on your queer goggles and you understand that Eve understands that Rose Tyler's hot. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Um, you see the, the small... Series two reference. Facial expressions. When she was talking to Jess. Where she is sitting and notices that these two ladies are coming out of Villanelle's bathroom. Thanking her for the sex. Oh, my God. Just as she was about to be vulnerable. <sighs> like, oh, am I just a, a, a link on your chain? Let's not forget she wasn't. She was, she was already being vulnerable because she took the parka off. Oh, yes. She put the shit back on yes. when she saw Villain on yes. her guests. She thought she was privately going to have a right. private moment. Right. I'm not with them when I'm with them. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, and then also. Luna's such a player. The fact that she actually said that shit and was like, it'll work. <laughs> Anyway, please continue. And also with the queer goggles, um, you understand the context of, are you two having sex? No. You understand. Yes. That, right. right. That everybody else is looking at you like, if y'all are not fucking, you're on your way. Thank you. It's close. It's around the corner. You understand when you saw, I'm very expensive, that something was going down. That when they headed to the Forest of Dean and then you did Google Maps to see how far away it was. What happened to those hours? It was nighttime. Then it was daytime. It sounds like a slutty fan fiction. That's probably on AO3. All right. That's what I. Well, yeah, look. actually. <laughs> We've talked about this. The trip was too long for them horny hosts, especially as angsty as they were. Villanelle did that fucking spin in the kitchen. We talk about it. Eve didn't close her fucking door because she was all caught up, all messed up. Couldn't even change. And in a car. Villanelle, smelling good. She had the lace on, Terrence. Now you know she had on one of her perfumes. Mm-hmm, she didn't mm-hmm, come in mm-hmm. there 
smelling cheap, smelling basic, smelling like outside. She came in smelling like sex and money. I'm convinced, which is why every time Eve got close, she was fucked up. What's the point? When she had the opportunity to frisk. Because she knew she couldn't keep it together. I'm sorry. Did you finish your point? I I started with the female gaze. You did start with the female gaze. Then I did the queer goggles. You did. And... You said it's obvious. And even if we were to do the... Hmm. Even if we were to start to self-analyze based off of how we see Eve just sort of perform from her breaking the glass at the bus stop, from her... Stepping on Dasha's chest to what? To it was to avenge her husband. It was it was to follow through on some darkness that that she was sitting on. She was trying to unleash. I mean, there. How many opportunities do you get to to release some some darkness where you think nobody will see you in a foreign country as well? If it was for those sirens, Dasha would have been kaputs right there. Because I'm sure a second foot would have been on her chest. Oof. (laughs) Lord. As a questioning individual, watching Eve and understanding that she's literally being extremely honest about, when I think about my future, you are all I see. You know those connections. Is she still questioning or did she answer the question for herself? Queerness. It's um it's with thee. The road is is, is is long and sometimes it's hard because sometimes your first big crush, it's unrequited. So it's hard Ooh, when you're listen, thinking about the quiz do know about some unrequited loves. I feel like that's one of the biggest fucking tropes from high school is falling in love with somebody who is a het. A het. It is ill advised and it happens anyway. Uh, I still have my crush on a few things, and oh, I wait, should not wait. have my crush on wait a these minute. few things. But, but wait a minute, you know life's going good. <laughs> you know, um, did Lord. your tour? Lord. Uh, Lord, you served Lord. in armed forces. You know, honorably. You know, you're Ooh, good. Vet. Military. Um, got okay. a nice. Um, uh, I was about to say government contract, but I'm not going to say that because that would really narrow down who I could be thinking or talking about. But if you did For figure whom? it out, how's it going? My DMs are open. If you oh, figured it shit. out. Um, so this is Terrence really talking to this someone special from the military. <laughs> but life is good. Thank you for your service, I guess. Uh, well, Hop in the DMs. For, yeah, for past, <laughs> present, and future service. If you bring in that non-toxic energy. But yes, but to think about the That solution. was a mini wingman tangent we took oh, there, but... Yeah, yeah. I support it. Uh, <laughs> and then understanding the emotions that Eve is going through where Villanelle is basically showing her, look, oh, it's easy. We can make this stop. Just turn back to back and walk and don't look back. And it's like, you expect me to really just be able to do that? And Villanelle's like, look, I get it. You're anxious, but you've been anxious because you're a ball of anxiety and hormones because that's what it's like questioning. What? No, I know that. (laughs) I I know what you're saying. It's just me imagining Villanelle as the mature queer in a situation. It's really difficult. It's very hard. No, no, no. I know. mm, I'm with you, but it's it's. She said, "Look, when you when you sprout your wings, I will be on my knees and waiting." Whoa! Wait a wow. Are we in fan fiction? I don't. We are about to diverge. It seemed like it. 